Welcome back to another episode of the Constructive Liberty Podcast, Intentionally Designing a Lifestyle of Freedom. I am recording today's episode from my, as Jack would call it, my mobile metal coffin. I've been working a couple hours away from home the last couple of weeks and spending about four hours a day driving to and from the project I'm working on which spending that much time in a vehicle is not a lot of fun, but I do get a lot of podcasts listened to. But when you find a client that is loyal to you and that that keeps coming back to you for more projects, you do what it takes to keep them happy. And, And I really enjoy working for who I'm working for right now. I'll go ahead and give it away. It is Nicole Sauce, and I'm working on... A, uh, what she's calling the Taj Mahal, it's a massive, like 30 by 50 structure with a uh, like the clear poly roof on it. That way, she has a space out of the rain to hold her events in. So, I'm curious to see what the first event she's going to hold in there will be. I know we'll get to utilize it at her Living Free in Tennessee. 2022 workshops. I'm super excited about that. Super stoked to have gotten my ticket already this year. I, um, yeah, it's super awesome. Anyway, I wanted to share with y'all a little story, something funny that happened last night. Not really funny, but a little bit humorous if it didn't happen to you. So my dog sleeps in the house. We've got a golden retriever and yes, she is a house dog. Like She likes to be outside when we're outside, but when we're inside, she wants to be inside. She likes being with her people. She's an inside dog. But when she hears something outside, and oftentimes we don't know what it is she hears, because she just runs off barking way out in the distance, probably chasing coyotes or something, but she often will go to the door with a low growl, and then I'll open up the door and let her out, and she'll take off around the corner and chasing whatever it is she thinks she's chasing or maybe she's actually chasing something. Well, last evening, this was just before bedtime, um, I was sitting there on my chair finishing up some stuff on the computer and Rue, who is my dog, was laying in her bed. Well, she starts getting up and walking around like she's hearing something outside and my wife said, yeah, I think there's something out there eating her dog food. There's got to be something out there. It just sounds like something crunching on her dog food. Well, Rue walks over to the door and kind of does her low little growl like there's something out there that I need to go chase. So I sneak up behind her so as not to scare away whatever it is that's out there. That way she can chase it and scare it away and it'll never come back. Well, I flung the door open and turned the light on and she out the door, around the corner, dove into whatever it was, and all I hear is a and Rue yelps and turns and runs back towards me and tries to get in the house, and I'm like, oh no. All I had seen was a little black furball running, and I thought it was a cat. Guys, it wasn't a house cat. It was what you might call, or what some people call a pole cat. It was a skunk. Now, if you've ever seen our place, you know that we currently live in a camper while we're building our house. And in the wintertime, we, well, we have a canopy that we built over the camper. And in the wintertime, we enclose it with plastic to help cut down on the wind that just rolls through a camper and to just hang on to a little bit extra warmth. 
Well, when a skunk is inside that enclosed area and the skunk sprays, that stench has nowhere to go. It just sits. Well, <laughs> Rue is over there foaming at the mouth, spitting, hacking, coughing, trying to get out, trying to get this stench, this spray out of her mouth and out of her eyes, and she got it good. <laughs> and my wife is inside gagging because the stench has seeped into the camper and permeated everything in there, and it's just overwhelming, like just... <laughs> it's all she can do. And, and I can't smell, typically, so I'm in there, and even I'm like, woof, that, that does kind of stink, doesn't it? And I'm just like breathing in God's fresh air is all as near as I can tell, but I do catch a little bit of a whiff of it in and, and all of my uh, not being able to smell this. <laughs> funny, it's really funny um, if it didn't happen to you. Well, this morning she said the house is still terribly permeated with the with the skunk smell and she's just like oh i need to get out of here and there went my phone dropped onto the floor but i don't see i'm recording through my phone and through a little bluetooth thing so it really didn't affect the recording uh, i must have hit a bump on the road and it knocked my phone off of the off of its dashboard stand anyway I think it's still picking up audio. <laughs> yeah, anyway, it was humorous. Eventually, the... Uh, the I, where was I at in this story? Uh, so last night, after Rue got sprayed, she went outside, and she was still trying to find the thing because she knew it was around there. We could hear it rustling around a little bit inside the plastic of our enclosure and didn't hear it for a while, and I thought it had gone off into the woods. By this point, Rue is outside trying to rub the stench off in the dirt and in the leaves. and It seemed like we heard a little bit of something again out there on the porch. And so I stepped out, turned the light on, and, and didn't see anything. Well, Rue came up on the porch, acted like nothing was going on. I look again over to the side, and we have a trash can outside. And the trash is moving. I realize that this skunk is down inside the trash can digging for who knows what. Digging up something. It's inside the trash can. And Rue sees this thing there and does nothing to it because she don't want no more of that. Like she's had her fill of skunk. So I sneak back inside, get dressed, grab my gun, step out the door, and make some noise, and the, the skunk pokes his head up, looks at me out of the trash can, scurries off behind the trash can. Well, about two seconds later, he pops out, kind of walking out, just all cool and looking at me, like, what you going to do about it? I waited until I had a clear shot, and I popped him a couple of times. Well, this killed him, but, you know, when you kill an animal, how their reflexes just they, they kind of twitch and everything well with every twitch this stupid skunk was spraying more and more spray all over everything uh just this probably went on for 15 or 20 seconds finally i popped a couple more rounds into him to see if i could make it quit twitching and spraying and it finally quit the awful spraying 
but <laughs> lots and lots of skunk smell at our place right now. Hopefully it will go away. Ugh, I don't know. So that was a funny little story that I thought I'd share with y'all to uh, brighten up your day. You know, however bad your day is, at least you don't have skunk smell all throughout your house. Be thankful for that. I'm just hoping that, uh, you know, I can't smell, so I'm not sure if, if I smell like skunk. I'm just hoping that other people don't get close to me and be like, whew, what did you run into? Or, <laughs> yeah. Um, the quote of the day today comes from Donald Miller, and not the story brand Donald Miller, but an author, Donald Miller. And he said, when you stop expecting people to be perfect, you can like them for who they are. I thought that was super in-depth, if you think about it. We have this idealized version of who we think people should be. Even, even our friends, like, we get this version of who they are in our heads and, and we expect them to be perfect. We expect more out of them than, than maybe what we should expect or what they're willing to give or even sometimes what people are capable of giving. Not that we're all not capable of giving more, but we've all got our gifts and strengths. And when we accept people for the strengths that they have to offer, we accept them for the for who they are and for what they do give. We allow them to be themselves. We end up liking them a lot better. It, it's it's really interesting how that works when you give up the little bit of control over what we expect people to be and just let the people be, we end up liking them better, having a better relationship with them than if we, you know, tried to form and shape and control them into who we think they ought to be and how we think they need to be doing things. That's not the way strong relationships work. It's not the way strong relationships are built. And kind of along that note, uh, you, I, I know you guys have heard me talk a lot about what I call my five keys to an impactful life and career. And those five keys are your mindset, your relationships, health, wealth, and purpose. And with those five things, if you do one action Take one action towards bettering each of those five keys, those five areas of life. There's, there's more areas of life, but I, in my observation over the years, I've, I've come to realize that if, if you can work on those five things, if you improve, do one little action in each of those five areas every single day, your life will become immensely better. It's, it's inconceivable if I can use that word, what you can achieve in your life, the, the life that you can create, the impact that you can have on other people. Today, do one thing to strengthen your mindset, whether that is reading a, a good book, something that can help you to become a better person. That might be the Bible. might be spending more time in prayer. You know, it's just something to strengthen your mindset. And then... It doesn't have to be in every single relationship, but choose at least one relationship today to strengthen, to, to do one thing towards encouraging that person. Pick somebody and call them or text them and say, you know, I really appreciate you 
for who you are. I'm, I'm glad that we are friends. Thank you for your friendship. It means a lot to me. Strengthen one relationship every single day. And then your health. Now, there's three aspects to health. There's your mental health, there's your physical health, and your spiritual health. Do one thing to strengthen each of those every single day. Your mental health might be taking five minutes to meditate or pray. Your physical health could be some exercise. It can be, you know, eating right, like turning down the junk food from McDonald's and choosing to eat a good homegrown, home-cooked egg and sausage instead. Going, changing your diet completely. You know, on, on that aspect of it, I, I recently talked with somebody who had lost one leg and half of another foot because he was diabetic. And it got it had gotten so far out of hand, he was losing limbs because of it. He didn't watch his health. And you don't want to get there. You don't want that happening to you. On the wealth side of it, what are you doing today to build wealth, to grow your wealth? Or do you have a job? Are, are you working, you know, your regular job and not getting anywhere? Well, it might mean looking into starting something on the side that you can just make a couple extra bucks every week, every day. You know, do, do one thing towards growing that each and every day. And then your purpose in life. Not all of us even know our purpose. Not all of us think that we have a purpose. And I know, I know, I, I often go towards the existential side of things. Like, I, I go deep on some of these areas, and, and it, it can be depressing sometimes. Like, who am I, and what am I here for, and why do I even exist? I have those thoughts. But when we have a purpose, something that we're working towards, something that fulfills us, that brings us happiness in life, and that serves other people. That is purpose. When you can do one thing in that area every single day, it's amazing what it will do for every other area of your life. For all of the other four keys, if you can work in your purpose, work on your purpose every single day, even if it's for a little bit. You might be in a job that you hate. It just sucks the life out of you. But if you are working in your purpose in the evening, there's something that just lights you up, that makes you happy and brings you joy and impacts other people's lives. That makes such a huge difference in your mindset, in your relationships, in your health and in your wealth because it makes you more confident, more aware of other people, more aware of yourself. It makes you alive. It's what brings you alive. And an alive person, someone who truly lives life, someone who appreciates life, who loves life, they are a person who can have massive impact on the world. And I, that is what I want for you. That's what I'm working towards. That's what I strive to, to achieve, to become more like every single day. And I hope you are the same. I hope that happens for you too. I hope you have your purpose and that you're working in that. That's all I've got today, guys. This is 
been an unscripted episode straight from the Constructive Liberty podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope the road noise wasn't too overbearing for you. Um, I'm getting close to where I'm working right at the moment, driving through this narrow little holler, and it goes straight up on both sides of me. There's a beautiful little creek down to my left. And uh, go do good work today, guys. Make an impact on somebody's life and on somebody's life. And don't forget to do one little action towards bettering each area of the five keys of an impactful life. Do good work.